The following interview originally aired on KPOV 88.9 on the Tuesday Point. You can listen to The Point on KPOV each weekday at 9 a.m. on 88.9 FM in Central Oregon and kpov.org. We are speaking about Ben Film and one of the uh, films in the festival. Just to give you a little quick information, Ben Film begins today, actually, and in person, and it runs through the 9th, and then it will be on uh, online from the 10th through, I believe, the 26th. So it's a great festival this year, combination of online and in person. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we'll be talking about Sweetheart Deal, one of the films uh, in the festival. And we're really fortunate to have with us uh, the director of that film, Elisa Levine. Elisa, welcome to The Point. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's just start. If you can just give us a little bit of a, a thumbnail sketch of uh, a sweetheart deal, then we want to get into some some of the more like your motivations and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, so the film uh, takes place in Seattle on um, Seattle's Aurora Avenue, and it deals with four um, women who are working as sex workers who are all. Um, working the streets because of uh, heroin addiction. And um, over the course of the film, uh, they um, turn to a guy uh, named Elliot living in an RV who's like a self-proclaimed healer offering to help them find a path off the streets, partly helping them uh, kick heroin. And uh, that's kind of how it starts. (laughs) All right. Um, And so... uh so our, uh, let our listeners know a little bit about you. What is your background, and why did you pick this particular topic to, to make a film about? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, I've asked myself that. So um, I've always been really fascinated with documentary film, particularly the type of film that is more observational, like if you've ever seen the film Streetwise. Um, uh, that takes place in Seattle. So um, I've worked on documentaries over the years, but this is my first time directing. And um, I've done different things, but I s- always end up back uh, pulled in, sucked in by real life stories uh, like this. Yeah. So why do you why do you prefer real life stories to fictional filmmaking? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I think I do, you know, I am interested in, in fictional as well, but I just, um, particularly interested in finding the humanity in places you wouldn't expect, um, uh, providing a window into worlds that you otherwise would not have access to and finding the commonality in, uh, those kind of worlds where people can, relate and uh i find that it's um just as or more dramatic than a lot of uh fiction so i just love documentary and um so this is a we talk about it a film about uh women who are are working as sex workers and can you tell us a little bit about aurora avenue in seattle just kind of to set the scene so to speak Sure. Yeah. So, um, not quite sure if Bend has a has an equivalent. I don't think so. So, uh, you know, in many in many cities, there's you know that strip that uh, that's kind of like the the side of town that is not on the uh, the postcards. And so, Aurora Avenue is Highway 99. It runs through Seattle. It's also the same you know same main street that Gary Ridgeway prowled, and it's. Uh, 
kind of like a step back in in time when you go there with old motels and kitschy kind of feel but at the same time there's a lot of crime there um and a lot of drugs and a lot of um you know um sex work going on um it's it's a very fascinating street it's a very fascinating roadway all right and so uh, it's a again a film about four women and i i i feel like people may certain stereotypes may come to mind I'm talking about women who are, are sex workers and um and addicted to heroin can you give us a tell us a little bit about the women who are actually in the film sure so you know we initial, our initial contact with all these women was actually through this through this guy and then we ended up following the stories with them and um the the women all are coming from different worlds um different backgrounds some very wealthy some poverty backgrounds but they all found themselves in addiction and they all ended up on aurora which once you get there it doesn't matter if you came from uh you know if your father's a doctor um you know it's an equal playing field and they're all out there trying to survive so you know we have you know a mother you know we have um you know a very very different um backgrounds that you get to see different ages and yeah and one of the things that um we we talked a little bit excuse me and i'm not a film expert right i love them (laughs) and i i especially love documentaries myself but um you talked about the use of a verite filmmaking can you explain that and why is that important to telling a story like this one yeah um well I'm very interested in in like this observational style of fly on the wall style of filmmaking, but I also, you know, I think ver- the definition of verite varies, but it, it can also include kind of bringing your own, you know. So we use we use music, um, we use imagery, we use, um, you know, we're trying to create something very evocative within this observational framework. So it's not just like setting up the camera and letting it roll um, uh, we're really trying to do something artistic and bring out the humanity using all the tools of fiction filmmaking um, but bringing that to this uh, documentary story and you mentioned uh, you met the women through this guy yeah so, <laughs> this guy who is this guy <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know I had been looking for various stories out there on Aurora for a while and one day I met this guy uh, who was out working on his RV he was working on his generator and he was just very welcoming his name is uh, goes by different monikers but his name is Elliot he also told me you know you can stop looking for a subject now. Here I am. You know, I'm the mayor of Aurora Avenue. I'm the person you need to know. I know everybody out here. I know, you know, I I can tell you everything. And also, I want to tell you my story because my mission is to help um, the women out here when they're, if and when they're ready to kick heroin. I am here to help them. I'm I'm here to provide a helping hand. I also know everybody's name. I, uh, you know, so he was providing this, what felt like this unconditional friendship, unconditional love, seemingly. So, (laughs) (laughs) so there's, uh, there's more to that particular story. Uh, and, um, 
and so he oh and if i'm if i'm getting somewhere where where you you like because we want y'all to go watch this movie and um and and we're not gonna we're gonna try not to give away anything right like no spoilers here um he one of the things uh Elliot does is is um take care of wounded birds and can you talk a little bit about that and um kind of how that may relate to to what's happening with uh, with these women yeah the, he really as from the time of being a child um had this fascination with caring for pigeons caring for wounded birds and so we get to <clears throat> see him um, in different parts of the film, like there's a pigeon hanging out in the RV that's you know has a wounded leg, and um, it's it definitely relates to you know caring for something. But you know he makes a comment at one point in the film, um, you know the healthier you get, the unfriendlier you get. Like why is it? Why is this? Is, does this pigeon suddenly? want to leave him once it starts getting well. So if that tells you a, a little bit of a clue about how he was thinking about the women um, in some ways. He didn't... Th- I'm trying to be careful what I say about... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's another aspect. Kind of, to me, it's almost like sort of something uh, that might, you might call a parallel, uh, parallel story a little bit with, with his relationship to, to wounded animals or wounded birds. So um, you live in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Are you from Seattle? I'm originally from the East Coast. Okay. So, no. How long have you lived in Seattle? Since 2004. Okay. I'm just, yeah, I just wanted it, that explains why you, you would pick Seattle for, for the film. I didn't know if you had come from some other place. And so can you give us uh, a, maybe a little more about the, about the, the women? I know you've talked about the, there's a, a wide variety, and Aurora Avenue, right? A wide variety. Heroin addiction is, is not particularly uh, picky about, right? Yeah, um... So we have um, we have Tammy, we have Christine, we have Amy, who's later known. She takes back her her real name, Krista, and we have Sarah. And um, you know, all of them we initially met through because they were stopping by often at the RV. And um, uh, Christine is tough girl she's um she was in her mid-40s when we were shooting she's got the leather jacket she's a hilarious absolutely absolutely hilarious person um brilliant person um uh she actually comes from a family of uh mensa um members and you know she works as a welder as well and, and during different times and still uh, found herself out there originally from Wisconsin. Um, yeah, we have Tammy who um, had a difficult home life and ended up out there. Um, she's a very interesting person. Um, Sarah uh, was a mother and daughter and um ended up out on Aurora and I'm um, trying to figure out what to say about her. Um, she has an interesting um, and very kind of tragic um, development in the film. And then there's, uh, so there's Amy and who later takes on Krista and you, you get to see quite a stunning 
that's probably the most stunning um, plot arc that we have in the film. And you get to actually see her all the way through. Um, yeah. A, a hopeful, a hopeful, a hopeful ending for Amy slash Krista. Very right? hopeful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Um, and so Aurora Avenue... As you mentioned, with and I can't remember the, the name of the the multiple murderer who also Gary Ridgway. Gary Ridgway, that's right. Um, and is that? I mean, is that street sort of? You spent a lot of time. Let me back up one one. one. So you filmed uh, filmed uh, the four women and the Elliot over several years, right? Yeah, it was over quite a stretch of time. Um, the the bulk of the filming was done. I would say quite a while, 2011, late 2011 to like 2017, 2018. But um, yeah, so we were doing that for over a span of time because we wanted to make sure that we were seeing stories all the way through and then uh, some things ended up happening that we weren't anticipating, so it took even longer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, so that uh that just strikes me as as a as a big and strong commitment, right, to to following a story for for that length of time. Is that I guess part of your ethic in terms of documentary or filmmaking to to do what it takes to tell the full story? Yeah, the thing about documentary is, you know, I tell people you know, because in the beginning, it's like, you know, you really want to find a good story. And then I tell people, be careful what you wish for, because, <laughs> you know, once you end up going down that rabbit hole, it might, you know, take a good chunk of your life to get back out of it. But you're committed to seeing the stories all the way through and um, being able to present it in a way that we could share with an audience. So we had a, you know, challenging edit and everything like that. So... Um, but yeah, we were very committed. I remember we're filming and filming and filming. And then I said to my co-director at one point, you know, like, are we like 90% done? What do you think? He's like, no, we're like 20%. I'm like, no, 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 please tell me that's not true. <laughs> but um, it, you end up, you know, as a result of that, really getting to see these full stories unfold, which a lot of times in documentary, you have to kind of contrive an ending and, in this case, we were um, lucky to get to these entire character arcs. You're listening uh, to KPOB 88.9 FM. We're talking uh, with uh, Alyssa Levine. She is the director of Sweetheart Deal, which is one of the films in the Ben Film Festival that begins um, begins today, actually. And uh, so... It, do you, and you may not have this with you and memorize it. That's that's fine. Do you know uh, when uh, Sweetheart Deagle is uh, playing? I actually do because I have the right catalog here. sitting right here. <laughs> of course. Um, so it's playing um, Friday night. Um, today's Thursday, right? right? So it's playing Friday at 7.45 p.m. at the Regal Old Mill. Okay. And then again, it's playing Saturday morning at 10.45 a.m. And then... We're really hoping we can get people to come to our screenings. Uh, we'll be very happy to see you. And then from the 10th through the 23rd, it will be available 
online to people in Oregon and Washington. All right, yeah, so just bringing up again the, the nature of the Ben film, the, the, the sort of old school, if you will, pre-pandemic uh, actual in-person film festival, uh, which is very exciting, and then, uh, then an, an online uh, version for, for quite a number of days afterwards uh, that you can have access to. And uh, there is a little circular, you can look around town and hopefully find a, a, red, uh, a red pamphlet, not it's bigger than a pamphlet, almost like a little magazine, uh, about the film festival. She can find out where, uh, if you didn't remember what we just told you, uh, where Sweetheart Deal is playing and, and many of the other shows in the, in the Ben Film Festival. So that's just another, another little piece that it is actually Ben Film Festival time. Um, <laughs> so this is, this is like a, a question from someone who doesn't do filmmaking. It's Seattle. How do you film, how do you film in the rain? <laughs> on on a dark, like probably slightly scary Aurora Avenue. Yeah, there were uh, there were um, scary times for sure. But um, well, often we were indoors, you oh. know. So we were we were in the RV for a lot of it. We were in motel rooms. We were in the hospital. We were all over the place, um, and. We did, you know, we, we got a lot of imagery um, outdoors as well. But, yeah, we, we tried to avoid uh, shooting in the rain too much. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and there's one scene you, you mentioned filming indoors. Um, so so with, with one of the women with her parents um, and who um, were disapproving of, of the lifestyle. But can you talk about there was, there was a little catch in there. Can you talk about that and, and wondering whether that was typical with the other women or in your experience and research uh, with other people doing this kind of work? Yeah, so in that case, that um, that's a scene with the character Tammy. And so you get to see her, you know, kind of having this argument with her parents where, you know, she's talking about that she has to go out there and work, um, you know, doing sex work to support them. And they're, they're saying, you know, what if you end up dead? You know, it's going to, it's going to totally kill us. But, um, at the same time, they're relying on her to pay their bills. So it's, it's, um, if you get to see the full film, I, you know, you'll get to see more of the complexity of that relationship. And I would say, as far as what the other relationships we filmed, that was the only one that had that kind of um, a relationship with the parents. Um, some of the other ones were from, you know, very wealthy backgrounds. Actually, two of the women, but um, that's un- that's probably unusual, but. It was very interesting to see and sad to see the this dynamic um, with Tammy's family. Yeah, it puts these uh, the, the women well, I guess in a, in a difficult position just in general of having to support themselves, uh, and then with with a heroin addiction um, is uh, you know the the most difficult from what I understand uh, addiction to recover from so uh, Alyssa uh, thank you so much for joining us we do have a couple more minutes left and what I'd like to do is like do you have is there anything else that that you'd like to say Um, just feel free Um, I'm just um, really excited to be getting a chance to play the film in person we've um, we premiered at Seattle International Film Festival and April and it was 
absolutely thrilling, especially after the whole pandemic, to be able to sit there with an audience. So I'm very excited to be here. Uh, this is a beautiful town, and we're really hoping that people will be able to come out to the screenings. And um, if you do, please come say hi. I would love to say hello. And um, yeah, the, there's nothing like playing, getting to play a film in a the theater for a filmmaker, you know, because it's very disappointing to find out that a festival went strictly online. And mm, sure, yeah. so it, it's it's definitely a thrill to to get to see it on the big screen and there's you know there's a lot of mute there's a big music element to it as well so you really get to experience that in the way it should be experienced in a theater yeah and so uh will you be there i will you will and some other people right i'm assuming there'll, yes. there'll be some folks that the audience can hear from or yeah yeah we're gonna have um so um peggy case uh, the film's producer is going to be there and um, Brittany Kaplan the editor is coming in oh, great. all the way from Brooklyn um, and uh, one or two other people that, that we'll, we'll see we'll get to see there so um, yeah we'll be very excited great so the audience can watch the film and then and then talk to the people involved with the film and, and the, that's great to people who created it um all right, so uh, again, Elisa Levine, the film is Sweetheart Deal, uh, a, a verite film, <laughs> verite, verite film, uh, documentary about women uh, who are in uh, sex work in Seattle uh, with with um, heroin addiction. It's a powerful film, and then there's a helper and, and, a, and a twist in the story about that. So thank you uh, so much, Alyssa, for joining us at KPOV on The Point. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.